Hey, Buck Clinchers, you're about to listen to our live event audio from our event on December 23rd. Uh, it's a little longer than usual and has live Q&A at the end. We hope you enjoy. Okay, I love you. Bye. Hello and welcome to the Walk and Love podcast. I'm TJ. And I'm Brooke. Very obvious. I almost missed your mark. <laughs> and today we're going to have Coin Talk 2.0. very satisfying yes. to hear Thank all the snaps. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Thank you for making us a part of your week, and thank you for being here. Mm-hmm. Um, we're excited you guys are here, uh, and yeah. <laughs> this is. Are you more nervous I, tonight? I, I or don't less? know. You seem... I think my body is slowly shutting down because it doesn't know what time or date it is. Or temperature. Or temperature, and... Yeah. We've survived the frozen tundras of first California, uh, yeah. then Chicago, and now... <laughs> the Chicago airport. Well, still cold. It was cold. And now we're in, I think, an Arctic wasteland that some people call Pennsylvania. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. That we used to call home. So <laughs> some of us made the right decision in this room, and some of us didn't. Um, but yeah, I don't feel nervous. I just... like. I definitely feel the swivel of like, should I look at you? Yeah. I look at you all the time. Should I look at them? (laughs) They're not quite as pretty as you. Thank you. And so there's just an element of that. Yeah. Um, The chairs too. It's the chairs, swivel chairs. Um, But we did this last night. So so people had messaged us and asked, hey, should I come to night one or night two? What are you going to talk about? We said, we don't know. And they were like, well, will it be the same? And that felt weird to me to be like, okay, we're going to sit here and tell the same stories and the same jokes um, two nights in a row. Like, no thanks. So you're getting a completely unique experience other than I am wearing the exact same outfit. (laughs) Mine's really close. I just changed my shirt. I changed nothing. (laughs) Okay. Nothing? Did you shower? I'm, you didn't. I'm not going to say whether I showered or not. Okay. I think that's just personal information that I'm going to keep to myself. Okay. Um, <laughs> let's just say... I don't think you did. I, <laughs> I don't think you did. I'm wearing the same thing. Okay. So that's just the life I of... I go front, like, then I go back, <laughs> then I go inside out, then I, I go, go front, front and then I go back. Um, yeah, <laughs> so we're gonna, tonight we're going to talk about something new uh, and we're excited about it. Before we get into that, we're going to do... Mount Rushmore, Rushmore, Rushmore of someone call something out. Oh, We're doing it live on the spot. Just Last yeah. night, somebody yelled noodles, and I was like, okay. <laughs> Mount Rushmore pizza. Well, I think we've done that. We have, but I could try that. to do it again. I don't know if I remember my pizza. Anybody else? Christmas carols. Man, a lot of Christmas stuff. It was Christmas movies last night, and then it was... Christmas, Christmas cookies. cookies, which is like, I mean, aren't cookies just cookies? No. As but an at adult, Christmas, I want any of them. As an adult, I can eat cookies, Christmas cookies, any time of year. I've made that decision. <laughs> I can watch Christmas movies whenever I want. I can listen to Christmas music whenever I want. And That's I'm an adult. Yeah, yeah, I'm an adult. So uh, we'll do Christmas cookies. So Mount Rushmore Christmas cookies. They didn't yell Christmas cookies. 
Didn't, oh, no, what did they yell? Carols. Oh. Christmas songs. Okay. Because there is no way I'm caroling. <laughs> Let's just, I wish that, um, <laughs> you know the sign that says no solicitors? You want to know caroler sign? And I love Christmas and Christmas spirit. Like, don't get me wrong, but it is such an uncomfortable... Wait, wait, wait. You don't want to be the one caroling or you don't want to receive the carolers? Either. Okay. I want my Christmas music performed by professionals. (laughs) What if a professional came to your door? If a professional comes in, I'm all in. Okay. Yeah. If Michael Bubbly wants to come and (laughs) sing at my door... You'd answer it. I'd answer it. Would you give him money, though? No. That's He's, a Hawaiian thing. They yeah, sing Hawaiian for thing, money. They sing for money. So. Which I did not know the first time it happened, and I answered the door. Yeah. Um, but I just feel like it's like <laughs> I'm enter- when a Christmas carol- carolers come, if, okay. it's just, if it's single, there's some questions. Christmas caroler. <laughs> yeah. Um, but when a Christmas carolers come, I feel like I'm entering into a contract that I don't know. I don't know the details of it. How many songs are you going to sing? How True. long are you going to be here? What kind of questions are you going to ask? And so, like, what, you know, what if it's I like, answered the door the other day and ate my stir fry right in front of him. <laughs> and I was like, welcome. I'm going to keep eating. But, and I love Christmas. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Okay. Uh, so. Oh. Christmas, let's just do Christmas songs. Are they different? Well, yeah, maybe. Um, uh, jingle Bells. Classic. Obviously. Started as a Thanksgiving song originally. We learned True that story. in trivia. You can look it keep up. Keep that in mind for you your next Google. trivia game. You can Google it. Um, jingle Bells. Twice. No. Okay. <laughs> I'm just reconfirming as I think about any other Christmas carol. You can do it. I believe in you. Silent Night is probably on there. Nice. Classic. Um, I really like Mele Kalikimaka. Classic. That means Merry Christmas in Hawaiian, in mm. case you guys are wondering. It's a cultural thing. You go. And then maybe I'll okay. think of a fourth. Uh, I like Silent Christmas Night, carols. Jingle Bells, Holiday Cheer by BN. Oh, can I? And number four, that whole album. That whole album. There we go. Classic for our family. It is in, like, you know, when we don't have Spotify because we're not cool, so we can't do the Spotify wrapped. We have to do Apple Music, which feels like it's not as cool. And like our friends are judging us. Um, <laughs> but that album is in our top five every year because of how much it gets played in December and yeah. how aggressively the girls play it. Hey, mm-hmm. Device, play this album. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was three. See? Uh, yeah, that's tough. Uh, Hark the Herald. Angels sing. Glory to. <laughs> King. That's just the rest of the podcast, us singing. <laughs> line for line. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Good thing it stopped there because I don't know the rest. <laughs> okay, I think Peace you got four. Peace on earth. There we go. I could get there. Um, so, Brooke, mm. how was your week? Oh, boy. Uh, it was good. And it, it was, was colder good. than expected. Yes. A week ago, today is Friday. Checking my phone. Today's Friday. So, a week ago, we were in California. Yep. And we were getting ready to go to Disney the next day. Yep. So I was asking your sister Sam to borrow every coat and hat and jacket because I was not prepared for Disney at night to be like 42 degrees. <laughs> I don't know. And now I it's just negative didn't 20, think that so that's what was going to happen. I'm also not prepared. Um, but our, my week was good. 
It really was. It, it feels a little like a whirlwind. 100%. Because within the last week, we did Disney. Then we did birthday party stuff for your niece. Then we got on a plane and came here. Then we did we other did stuff. This. And we then we did here, this. And which is cool. now I'm sitting here. Um, How was your week? My week was good. I have... We, we shared this in last night, but I'm going to share it again because I feel like it needs repeating. And you guys can chime in when, when I ask you to. Um, we went to Disneyland, which is still a magical place, mm-hmm. um, especially with children. Um, and our girl, so we had told them we were going th- through this scavenger hunt. And at the end of the scavenger hunt, they spelled this thing out. Hey, we're going to Disney. And super excited. And then we had purchased these sweatshirts on Black Friday from Target. You know where I'm going because I went there last night. I'm going there again. I know where you're going. And uh, they were Mickey Mouse with like a Christmas scarf. Mm -hmm. Black Friday sale. So you can imagine lots of people bought them. Mm -hmm. We're in Disneyland all day. We get home at night. And I say, (laughs) man, I bet you I saw 500 people wearing that sweatshirt. To which my wife, this woman right here, whom I love dearly, had such... These are my strong feelings. If you are inaccurate to a single digit, in, put that hand down. Put it down. <laughs> I don't want, my hand is up so I don't forget what I want to say. It's to, for myself. To a single a digit. Like if I was like, hey, there were 40 people here tonight. And she's like, was there? I counted. There was 41. <laughs> like there is no room for error in just like a mention of a number. Hey, I'll be there in 30 minutes. Will you? Um, and so we left Disneyland. Again, Target is a nationwide chain. Very popular. I'm aware. Are you familiar with Target? You guys yes, are all familiar. I'm aware. Yes, very popular chain. Disneyland can fit what I've learned 85,000 people in the parks. We were there right before Christmas. Very full days. So I said, I bet you I saw 500 sweatshirts. To which Brooke balked at and mocked for days upon end. And. It's, that's way too many. It's not, because we did the math. It's no, half. no. These are my strong feelings. 500 people. 500 people. You saw with your eyes. 100%. People. 100%, because we did the math. It's 41. What if you saw the same people twice? <laughs> then they counted twice. <laughs> I said. <laughs> it's a half a percentage of the people in the park. It's 41 people an hour. We saw thousands of people an hour. Can I say that? Thousands? Plural? Yes, you saw thousands. We saw 1,997 people every no, hour. I'm no, not, I'm not a math person. <laughs> I don't count things. I don't do math. I struggle. Here's my strong feelings. I struggle with very broad um, exaggerations. Because I'm just like, really? Really? I know. I know this. <laughs> and I'm just like, yes, really. And so now I feel like I have to carry around a spreadsheet to prove my point that like, okay, we saw 40. You have a calculator on your phone. You could have done base math before you said that. And, and then we did the math after the fact. 41 people an hour, half a percentage of point of people wearing a very on-sale shirt from a very... Na- na- all these people have heard of Target. Yeah. So they're from... That's helping. That is helping. Because if it was like, you know, from... Lowe's, like if people, you know, but not everybody's people are, heard of Lowe's. But not people are buying sweatshirts from Lowe's. June Aren't had they? one, Sunny had one. My brother, my brother had one, my sister-in-law had one. Their two kids have one. Seven people right there. And those are just the people I know. So did you just count them every hour? <laughs> All right. So, so those are my feelings, and they're very strong and spicy. They are. 
Huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't have any additional strong feelings. Yeah, but. so I don't know. Raise your hand if you think I saw 500 people. 500 people. That's about, it's about 50s, that's about 80%. I think 80% of people raise their hands. 100% of people just raise um, their hands. Let's do it one more time. <laughs> yeah, 80%. Uh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. So. No, I shared the same thing last night, and that my struggle with exaggerations, yes. and obviously this is my thing, is that I feel it will lead to being, I'm worried on your behalf that you'll be misunderstood. But I'm telling you. I know. <laughs> but you were, Sam and Kyle were in the room, and I was like, I don't want them thinking there are 500 people. They're going to not believe in anything you say. The boy who cried wolf. The boy who cried 500 sweatshirts. So, one, one point, there, there might be some truth to that. Uh, we were vacationing, so we used to live in California. So, as a, as, and my mom's a flight attendant, so as a family, we would go to vacation in Hawaii. <laughs> and one time, I come running out of the ocean, screaming, get it off of me, get it off of me. It's stinging me. And my sister, who's here, my oldest sister, is right here. Yeah. And laughs at me thinking I'm playing a joke, but there is a Portuguese man of war tangled around my body mm-hmm. trying to kill me. <laughs> I don't want to exaggerate, but I think that's what it was trying to do. Mm. It was trying to murder me on the beach. Right. And uh, so that there might be like their MO. There might be some truth to that that people don't believe me. So I, I'm just concerned for you. As I wept while the while They was, eventually took you seriously. They eventually someone eventually came and pulled it off of my body. But I'm stronger for it. They pee on you? I have the strength of a man and a Portuguese man of war. Nice. Put that in your Instagram bio. <laughs> Did they pee on you or is it not the same no, thing? No, yeah. All the Hawaiians were like, yes, go pee on it. And, but let's, let's go there. We're here. Let's go there. It was on my stomach. So there was some physics there of like. Do you lay down? Do I lay down? Do I just shoot up and see what comes down? I don't know. <laughs> Yo, you were peeing on it? I meant somebody else peeing on it. Well, I'm not going to let a stranger pee on no, my body. No, somebody in your family. That's just as weird. <laughs> they were just Bill, mocking. get over here. <laughs> hey, what are you doing on the beach? You guys busy? Come here. You got to pee? Oh, my word. That's a big water bottle you've been drinking. Um, so, yeah. No, I thought you were going to go <laughs> in the direction of how we wanted to prank our house guests. Oh, what's that direction? No, that's what I thought you were going to say, and then you started telling that story. Oh. No, because you were talking about, we were talking about the Hawaiian culture, and then you Oh, said, yeah, yeah. So we, have, so we offer our house to friends when we leave and say, hey, you want to come here and stay? As you can imagine, people say yes to that. It's very fun. And so we have friends staying there now, and, and what we want to do... And we'll some, never do this. We'll never do, but what we... But I have, like, a big Google Doc that has, like, our front door yeah. code and trash night and, like, just... Information they need so they don't send us 700 texts. It's Beaches like, we like, uh, places we like to I don't go. Know. You know, just kind of just like, blah, blah, yeah, blah, blah. Here's the deal if you're staying here. Please feed our cats. Yeah, that kind of stuff. And so what we want to add to the, to the <laughs> last page is there's one thing that you have to do when you visit Hawaii. You have to grab a pineapple, go to the neighbor's house, display it before them <laughs> without a word. Don't say anything. Don't just, say anything. Just they, slice they'll it on know their what, front They'll porch. know what you're doing. You just slice it up, and then you leave it there, and you just walk away in silence. <laughs> and but <laughs> we laughed for a while yeah. about like, ooh, or we could say this. <laughs> yeah, and then they could do a dance. We could teach them the dance. We could send them a YouTube video, <laughs> um, but we won't do that. No, thankfully. Um, 
So <clears throat> anything else you want to add about the <laughs> week or the, the time? No. Okay. I'm happy so, to be here. Yeah. We're happy that you guys are here. I, I think I said hello. I think some people might have. I try to say hello to everyone. Um, but if I miss you, uh, hello. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Aloha. Um, as, Ju- as June said for the first year, Aloha. <laughs> Aloha. Or was it Sunny? No, it was June. It was June. Yeah. Them all. Hello, huh? Hello, and I was huh? like, I am not correcting that. That's too good. We're just gonna let it, let that ride. <laughs> People definitely think we're tourists. Um, <laughs> so uh, tonight we wanted to. So last night we talked about sort of the new year and, and some some attitudes to have it. And and we'll put last night's recording on the podcast. So if you guys missed it, you can go back. It'll be like a bonus episode. You can listen to it. Um, and so we had two ideas that we wanted to talk about each night. We, we did last night's, and then tonight we, we wanted to kind of again talk about the new year. You know, we're, we're about to finish the year, um, and some of us have probably had really good years. Some of us had had not so good years. Some of us probably somewhere in the middle. Um, most of us probably in the middle. And as we approach 2023, right? Yes. Yep. Accurate. Confirmed. Um, you know... I think that there's always an opportunity as the year refreshes and the calendar changes to have some intention about what, you know, like people make resolutions, people make goals, uh, people have words of the year. And so because we try to spend so much time coming up with language to sort of help us live a more full life, uh, that's sort of our goal here. And that's what we try to do just in our lives. And that's kind of what the podcast has become. We thought, what kind of language could we come up with to talk about the new year? And so, uh, again, a, a show of hands would be nice. Um, how many people listen to the episode uh, about coins, coin talk? Coin talk. About 100% of people, so that's <laughs> nice. Um, <laughs> maybe 110. I think someone raised two hands. Okay. So, um, I run the uh, budget for our family, so... <laughs> Might need to check in on that from time to time. <laughs> um, and so we kind of, I, I've been wrestling with this idea, like I, that, that episode, so it, I think one person didn't raise their hand, so that's okay. No judgment. Um, <laughs> you just go to Apple, you go to Google, you search Apple Podcasts, then when you're there, you click, 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 tap it in the app, uh, and then search Walk in Love, be a picture of Brooke and I, tap on that, there's a bunch of episodes. Um, that's how podcasts work, so you're welcome. <laughs> And uh, we, the, the, the idea of, so the Coin Talk episode originated because Simon Sinek had this sort of conversation with someone about introverts versus extroverts and how throughout the day, introverts. We start with our coins and our day, throughout our day, we spend them. Yep. And an extrovert starts with zero coins yeah. and they, they get coins from their interactions. In and their then day. I feel like I, I, I'm in the, I'm in the belief that there, that people, there are true introverts and true extroverts, like, but I do think polar. that there's a very big group in the middle that are both and, mm-hmm. and I would put myself in that group. Yeah. Um, but we're not going to talk about introverts and extroverts tonight, but we're going to use that language, the coin language, to talk about the new year. And yeah. so it was funny, even as Brooke and I were talking about this night. Talking about talking about it? We were talking about talking about it. And uh, <laughs> we, <laughs> we are very different. So that's something that I just learned um, about 20 minutes ago. So my world has been rocked. Um, 
And so <laughs> I'll, I'll explain what I, sure. what I, my side first, and yes. then you can tell them the wrong way. No, um, go for it. <laughs> so as we start the year, we, if you're, if you're anything like me, and some of you might be, I think most people are like Brooke, at least that's what the comments say. Um, I look at this year, and if, and if I'm using the coin language to really help guide my year, this is how I see it. I have the ultimate coin. And that to me is like, what it, like if I had to pick one thing that matters yes. most in the year, like, yeah. okay, this is the year I'm going to get a six pack. Mm-hmm. Ultimate power. You know, that's the coin. coin. Or like, this is the year I'm going to write a book. Ultimate power. You know, like, okay. I, I feel like it's sort of a Power Ranger symbol. Like, that's the coin oh, I'm man. Did un- you watch Power Rangers I did. growing up? I was a Christian, so obviously not. <laughs> what? Watch Adventures in Odyssey only and listen to Amy Grant tapes, so. I watched Adventures. I don't think I listened to Amy Grant <laughs> well, tapes. Well, we didn't have this thing you call cable, um, so <laughs> okay. thanks for bringing that up. Um, <laughs> So, so this is, this is how I'm looking at the year. Like, so I have this one coin. What's like going to be the big thing, like the big goal, the big focus? The what are you big, paying attention to? What am I paying attention to? And, and I think that that can be in a lot of categories. Like it could be spiritual, like I'm, I'm going to really focus on my quiet time and that's going to be a super big priority and that's going to be a daily thing. And, and I'm just going to like, that's going to be like, if I can do that, let's say 70 to 80% of the year, mm-hmm. I will feel very accomplished at the end of the year. So ultimate coin. Uh, or it could be like a physical thing. Like this is the year I'm going to take dieting super seriously. I'm going to exercise really well. I'm going to just like, it's going to be a physical, like challenging year to like just be, do that. Or it's going to be like, man, I'm going to, I'm going to make time to go on dates with Brooke and the girls every week. And mm-hmm. that's going to be the thing. And so like, I feel like th- this is how I'm looking at the year. But, like I've got the ultimate coin. It's big. It's amazing. It's beautiful. It kind of, it's sort of like getting the star power up in Mario. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. It's rotating. Okay. Yeah. Um, you jumped. Yeah, hit I jumped. It. I hit it. I got it. I'm like, let's do this. Okay. It's the goal that you set that people who you talk to are like, yeah, they're not going to do that. And, and so it's hard. Like, it, yeah. Me. That's fun. Really? Yeah. Are you really going to do are that? You real, were there really 500 people at Disneyland wearing that sort of Yeah. You know, just, the, just those encouraging people in your lives. <laughs> um, so, and then I feel like there's like maybe three almost ultimate coins. Okay. So it's like we're... we're, we're your coins so are in a pyramid. My coins are in a pyramid. Interesting. So if you guys just sign up under me. <laughs> I signed up under Brad. Don't worry about him. He drives a Ferrari. <laughs> I just need three. No. Um, and then he's like... <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, and so... And then, and then, so there's three maybe bigger coins, and maybe that's more like, uh, you know, again, similar to categories, but like maybe not as like gung ho yeah. about it. Yeah. And then for me, what, what I find super helpful is like maybe that's four coins, like one a quarter. I have these four goals, I'm gonna do one a quarter. And then for whatever reason, I see 12 little coins, one a month. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's like, I'm gonna do a house project, I'm gonna like, I'm gonna be because more. Because coins to you are, or, and to me, it's our energy, and it's more of an emotional investment because it's different from dominoes, which we've talked yeah. about. To me, it's like an intentionality of what, what I'm going to spend. Like, you know, like, because then we have like 10,000 small, tiny, itty bitty pennies or whatever sure. that we're going to spend throughout the year on things, whether we like it or not. 
you know, yeah. business decisions, personal decisions, conversations, games of 20 questions with the kids in the car, you know, trying to get through TSA. <laughs> like, we're going to spend those <laughs> coins no matter what. And so, like, there's kind of this default of life that's just, like, sort of kind of up to us, but not really. But then yeah. what I'm talking about is the layer above it. Okay. That, like, okay, what are we going to be super intentional about? Because if we don't name, if we don't plan... If we don't name it, if we don't talk about it, if we don't have accountability for it, we will go through life, and every year and every day will look the same. We'll get we'll get five years later, and you'll just be like, "Man, I wish I would have started five years ago." Mm -hmm. Ten years later, I wish I would have started ten years ago. And so, w when we live with intentionality, because that's what God has called us to do, yeah. that is the fire that He's put in our belly, and the you know the the what He's that put could in be our, heartburn. That yeah. Um, familiar. I'm familiar. You are familiar with that. Um, but it's like, so, so let, let's kind of scratch the default coins away. Like, like we're going to spend okay. those. You have a limited amount. You probably have a limited, a more limited amount than I do. Because mm -hmm. um, I'm just so charming. Um, that I've just been <laughs> given so many. So blessed. Um, I'm so blessed. I'm so blessed. Um, and so that's the way I look at it. And okay. so, like, what, so for me right now in this kind of moment in time as we go from Christmas to New Year's, like, I, I really want to, like, sort of nail those down. Like, yeah. what are those? Like, what is the big one, the ultimate power? I feel like <laughs> I'm in a cult or something. <laughs> ultimate power. Power coin. <laughs> um, and we're not a cult, so, uh, yet. Um, just kidding. <laughs> but if you sign up under me, no. Um, <laughs> So, so that's how I see it. So for those of you, does anybody relate with that in the audience? Not a single, one person. Thank you for being here. And you sat in the front row. I knew I liked you. Um, you who haven't listened to the first episode, not so much. Um, so that's how I see it. Now, yeah. I think 99% of people raised their hands. So why don't you go yeah. and, and talk? Well, if I, I mean, what's the, what's the question we're asking? What do you... As you head into the new, new year, year, how are you, you doing? Okay. How, how are you intentionally looking at the coins that you have? Not the everyday life. I got to keep kids alive. I got to feed the cats. I got to make dinner. I got to do yeah. homeschool. I got to run my business. I got to like, I got, I got, I got, I got, I got, I got. Mm. Not those coins. Twenty twenty three ends. You didn't spend a single coin outside of that. You'll look back and think, man, I should have. Right. Should's a shame word. I know that. <laughs> or I wish I would have. Yeah. Or I'm a little bit frustrated that I wasn't intentional enough to. Mm -hmm. uh, so I would love to know your thoughts on how you envision them. Like, yeah, that's so tricky because I, I, I do want to recognize that like the, the, we've had the domino conversation many times, and that still holds true. And where I feel like dominoes are different than coins, um, which is where we, we came from the introverted, extroverted conversation, but then we just sort of transitioned it into like um, social interactions, things that like cost you internally. Yeah. That's what I feel like the coins are. Yeah. And so just like my dominoes, I can't separate them. I can't take out feeding the cat. I can't take out those things because they are all in one big pot and they're all the same size. And so when I think about the new year, I think the biggest thing I have to remember is that because I know every year ahead, life, 
has things that are going to happen or good or bad that like I was unprepared for. And I don't like to be unprepared. I don't like to be surprised. I like to know what's coming so that I can internally be like, okay, we're, we're good. And so when, when I think about the year ahead, I have to remember that whatever does come hasn't already spent all my coins. Mm. Because that's my fear. I, I don't know if that's the right word, but like I will be hesitant to take any of them out and put them up higher as more important because I'm afraid that I'll run out. And so I tend to not, I've gotten better, but I tend to not set big goals or do big things like that <clears throat> or make, like, I want to be intentional about this and I want to do that and I want, I, I, don't, I don't stack my things because then what if I don't do that? Right. Who am <laughs> I? Like, you know, yeah. just like you go into that. Okay. And so mine are all the same. All the same. All the same. And so I need to remember all the time but especially heading into the new year when I do maybe start to be like, well, it'd be nice if this was that. And maybe I could start to like, but even just in that language, you're like, it would be nice. So yeah. How, so does, do people relate with that? Okay. If one other person, they sat next to each other. Yes. So that's cool. Y'all make thank, a good team. Thank you for sitting in the front row. I saw some more head nods. So as someone like that, which I, I know that about you, mm -hmm. you know, um, how then do you become super intentional like how, like, how do you grab those coins and say, okay, I'm going to... These gonna, matter more to me. These ma not that yeah. these matter more, that, but like... Or I want like, them to matter like more? There, there's there's a, this point in February where everyone stops going to the gym. Like, it happens every year. <laughs> they sign up for a year. Statistically, yeah. Statistically, it's like 80% people, they're gone. And yeah. so, it's like... <laughs> and that's... That that's, concept, yeah. So, like, how do you, as a... Like, how do you set aside the strength, the energy, the coin to persevere through that yeah. when you're so worried about them running out on a daily basis. Like mm -hmm. what, like, and, and I know that you do this because you set goals and you hit those goals, but like, I think people would, would love tips because only one person raised their hand for me. So <laughs> I don't need to give any tips tonight. I'm fine with that. Um, I'm just here for the looks, obviously. Yeah. But how do you then do that? Like, yeah, um, I think I have like two ideas, sort of <clears throat> the first two. Are you sure it's two? two yeah, I'm pretty okay. sure <clears throat> for me, it's a lot of like internal talk. And, and, and this was brought up in the first coin talk. Like I have to be I have to hold them openly and trust that there will always be enough. Mm. And that's hard. That's hard with anything in life. Yeah like coins or not, like to just believe that there will always be enough because I tend to hold on to it, which is a con an element of control, an just delusional element of control. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> it's not... Agreed. Yeah. Um, and so for me, it's like a, it's a practice in, in um, not holding them as tightly, which is very difficult. And then I probably need more literal visual reminders or I need to talk about it more maybe daily like it might take half of the year of me talking about it with you or reminders yeah for me to keep going in that direction where you could talk about it once and you won't forget about it right like you're very self-motivated not I'm not self I'm not not self-motivated right. but you have an element of your actual memory 
that I yeah. don't have. Yeah. And so I'm always like, oh, I did say that. Yeah. And that is important to me. I should have written that down. Right. And so mine is always comes back to like, what does it look like? And mine, for me, has to be super practical and literal and written down. Yep. So that would be one of my things. Do you feel like you would have an answer yeah. as to how I would do it? For me, like, you know, we've been married 13 years, six months, four days. No. 13 hours, 12 minutes. Even the six months is wrong. Nine seconds. Okay. Mm -hmm. 12 seconds. <laughs> the rest of the podcast, 14 seconds. 90 seconds. No. Um, yeah, so for you, like, again, because this is a tension in our marriage of like, hey, I'm excited about this thing. I need you to get excited about it. And Brooks is like, you're going to burn out on that thing. I need you to do something longer. And that's attention, especially as we run businesses together and, and try to grow things together. But what I found for both of those things that is super helpful, like this is going to be helpful for me to go after the ultimate power coin, which I'm not afraid to set, but there have been years where I've failed at it. Mm -hmm. and I'm, but I'm also not afraid of that. Like, right. yeah, I didn't do it or I burned out on it or I did it six months and then I felt like, hey, that was a good job. Mm -hmm. Let's call it quits. Um, <clears throat> But I think one of the things that's been super helpful for you and I, which we talk about all the time, is the rhythmic living of life. Is like, I think a lot of us set goals and set these, like, you know, we, we pick this big coins or we, like, decide, hey, we're going to spend some small coins. And it's, like, a straight line through the year. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do this every, and I've set goals like this. I'm going to do this every day for the year, a straight line. And if I miss one day, then it's a failure. And it's, like, that. That, that, that's actually a recipe for failure is mm -hmm. this just straight line. Right. And so, you know, what God has given us in the seven days of creation is this rhythmic style of living. So instead of a straight line, and, and Jeff Bethke talks about this in one of his books, is like it's a circle. So like we got seven days to try something, to try to get something right. And then we got seven more days and we got seven more days. And so we're, we're still, still moving, moving forward. forward but we're doing it in this rhythmic pattern that allows us to kind of look back and see, okay, Sunday worked great, Monday not so much, mm -hmm. Tuesday was a train wreck, <laughs> Wednesday was awesome, Thursday had some good and some bad, Friday was okay, and, and then we're like, okay, let's tinker with that and let's try it again. And for us, anchoring that in Sabbath has always, has been sort of like the genesis of, see what I did there? Genesis, mm -hmm. I don't know. It's yeah. a Bible joke, you guys. I don't know if you guys would get it. Um, so Genesis is a book in the Bible. No. <laughs> um, I think. Um, and so, so it ends up having this, like Sabbath ends up being this anchor that we then go back to over and over and over again. And as we do that, we are able to see and, and establish these rhythms that allow Brooke to maybe not hold her coins so tightly because mm -hmm. she knows, okay, I can, I can have open palms with these coins because I know that on Saturday for us, Friday night into Saturday night, that's a day of rest where, like, I don't have to spend any, or I've, I have a very good idea of what the spending looks like. And so yeah. then that you know, kind of reinvigorates you to then spend more on things that have, like, on those loftier goals, like yeah. maybe a business goal or, like, uh, you know, a health goal or something that takes time where it's like, you know, like, I could set a goal that's, like, I want to do 100 push-ups, and, you know, it might take me six or seven hours. Mm -hmm. 
But if I want to do 10,000 push-ups in a, in a year, then that's something that I have to like be rhythmic about. How many am I going to do a day? What does that look like? How many yeah. sweatshirts do I need to see? All that kind of stuff. It's more of a rhythmic <laughs> goal. And so I think that that has been huge for us in, in, because there, there was a time where like, I was like, Oh, what are you going to do this year, Brooke? Like, what's like, what's one, what's one thing you really want to do? And she was just like, why would know. you ask me that? Like, no, like, don't like, and, and I don't know if I, like, that was never like a point of conflict in our marriage. Like it was never like, well, no, tell me like mm-hmm. you have to uh, listen to me, you know, like it was always, but I just, I honestly felt like so sad Because I know that there are things you want to do. And I know that you have aspirations and goals and you have things that make you come alive. And, and, and so for me, it was always like, man, this, how do we change this? Mm -hmm. And and I tried to be like, all right, let's just like write them all down. And like, I try to all that, like, (laughs) there are sometimes I'm a very good husband and there are sometimes (laughs) I'm a very bad one. (laughs) And trying to get your wife to do the things the way you do them. Is not ideal. <laughs> so, but as we, dis, as we established rhythms, I saw this sort of like, saw, saw Brooke come alive mm-hmm. in this way that was really magical and incredible. And then birthed from that was like, oh, not that you weren't achieving things before, but it became so much more like, like you weren't as closed in on achieving. It was like you opened up and we, yeah. you know, it was, it was awesome. So that's, that's the one way that I would say it. Yeah. Yeah. I think the... I like the 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 social interaction, which to me it's like it's not like I'm going out with people. It's it's within my family. Yeah. Like the emotional interaction. We have six friends. <laughs> we, Counting and they cats. live on an island, so um. Um, no, like I just mean like the emotional social interaction of having little kids, homeschooling, running a business from home, like it, there are certain days where it feels like it costs me everything, mm-hmm. all of my coins. And, and some of tomorrow's. And some of tomorrow's, yes. And so I, and like I had two, I, well, I was thinking about this topic earlier. I was like, there's two things, I was talking to myself, two things, Brooke, you need to remember going into the new year with your, your pot of coins. Oh, you got a pot of coins. <laughs> a pot of coins. Um, is one, they're not already all spent. I like it. Don't believe that. Don't believe that they're already all spent and you have nothing extra because mm. that's not true. Because that's a lie. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. a lie to disengage you from life. Yes. And to make you shut down and like be purposeless. Right. Yeah. And then I need to remember that like there are, act- not even just activities, there's lots of other things in my life that actually produce more coins and oh. I tend to not go after them because I don't have the energy to spend these coins to make more coins. Right. And so if I remember that they're not all spent already, I do have some. There are things like maybe working out, <laughs> maybe calling somebody on the phone now mm. that I can talk on the phone. Like th- my list is long. I should probably write that list down so I don't have to think about it more <laughs> than once and <laughs> get it out of my I head. I blacked out and completely forgot it. Yeah. No, I do have to write stuff down because I just won't remember it and then it's really really helpful um but I hope that going into this year (laughs) and having the coin language that I'm able to talk to you about or talk to close friends or whoever about what things in my life actually help refill my coin pot Mm -hmm. (laughs) so that um should we sell coin pots I think so I feel like we should 
Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we could open up a mint. I think my that's po- how you My do pot it. was empty. I'm just selling the pot. Oh, you said pots. I thought you said coin piles. I was like, well. No, coin pot. There's going to be a shipping cost in that that's going to be pretty high. <laughs> yeah. But I'm all in. I'm all in. Of course you are. Um, yeah, I just have to remember that there are, there's, there's things Coinpiles. in my life. Coinpiles.com. Coinpiles. And if you guys sign up under us, there's this really great opportunity <laughs> um, to grow your coin pile <laughs> as we grow ours. <laughs> that there are things that it's not all, to me, it just feels like it's always going out. Uh-huh. Nothing is bringing coins back yeah. in. And I, and that's also a lie. That's not true. Yeah. There's lots of things in my life that re refill my coin pot and I need to go after those things in the new year um, so that I feel more like myself Mm -hmm. and I feel just more like I don't know that's what I would want to that's what I want the girls to see in me that like mom wasn't so worried about spending all of her energy and doing all this or feeling exhausted all the time she took the time to take some of these coins to go do this other thing so that she could come back with like an armload to dump in yeah. and just see the like the rhythm and the value of that. And I would say that honestly, in the past year, you've done that. You've done more than ever. Yes, more than ever. And I told this story last night, and I'm going to tell it again because it's so awesome. Um, so we, you know, we we flew from Maui to San Diego, went to Disneyland, and then we flew from San Diego to Chicago. Mm-hmm. We had a three-hour layover in Chicago. And so, like, we got food, and then we're going to get coffee because our bodies were like, we don't know what time it is. And so (laughs) I'm standing waiting for our drinks, and and probably at the back wall, like, the distance of the back wall is where they, the the girls and Brooke were eating and, like, waiting for me. Mm -hmm. So June and Sunny, June asks, hey, can I go run to Dad? And so she runs full speed, and, you know, she's like, you got to pick me up. Okay, here we go. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. so then she runs back, and then Sunny wants to do it, and so we're running back and forth. Super fun. Like, uh, I, I don't know if you realize this, but people in the airport are not always that happy. Just so when you are, you stand out a little bit, um, especially in Chicago. I don't know why. Um, I've heard it's lovely. Um, so we are, you know, we're, we're, we're running back and forth and we're having fun. And so then I, I grab our coffees and I'm walking back to Brooke. And, and earlier in the, like, after we got off our plane and we're walking to our gate, Brooke was pulling her rolly suitcase. June was sitting on that rolly suitcase, pulling her suitcase. I was pushing the stroller. Sonny was sitting on the edge of the stroller. So we were moving all girls with limited uh, resistance. Um, yeah. And it worked out really well. And so the girls like, got really into like riding on the suitcase. They were like kind of laying on it with their like chests and like running. And I was like super worried that one of them was going to like face plant. But it's like, let's just have fun. Well, that's a problem for future TJ. Um, and he'll get there. So, so I'm walking back with the coffees, June and Sunny are with me, and Brooke is sitting on the suitcase, rolling, like kind of going back and forth in front of Daisy Daisy and like having fun. And so I look up and she's like kind of spinning back and forth and she sees me. And there was a moment five years ago where she maybe wouldn't have even sat on the suitcase, Probably. but she sees me and she decides she's going to spin on the suitcase into the center aisle into the center aisle and she starts to spin but the suitcase catches and she falls on her butt incredible incredible moment hard and and i say it's incredible because like once she was okay i saw her that she was laughing there was no blood there were no bones like she was fine um and two it was like this moment of like 
we've had, like, Brooke, ha- Brooke has had some years where she feels like, and I, and I said this last night, collapsed. Like, imagine your shoulders collapsed, and you're just kind of closed in on yourself. Mm-hmm. And there, and because, because of her voice, because of her voice, um, because That's of her voice. That's probably like 70% you know, of it, but yes. And, and just, like, because of life. Life is hard, and, and it wears us down, and it beats us up. Um, and, and so seeing her in that moment, you know, do this spin move and fall on the ground while it was really funny and enjoyable for me. And I wish I had a video of it to watch over and over again for all of time. (laughs) It was this moment of like, man, you've come alive. Like you have kind of, well, I'm not doing this anymore. You're not doing this anymore. (laughs) And you were open palms, ready to spend a coin, feeding Daisy, twirling on the suitcase, letting the girls running back and forth. Un- Un, like just not worried about it and mm-hmm. and so but in that moment while you fell I'm like you're laughing you're having fun you're enjoying the girls running back like you're getting like your bank is getting refilled mm-hmm. and, and it's so like we talk ourselves out of refilling our bank because we're so tight-fisted that like we can't do it I just can't do it life is too hard and if I spend this money or this energy on my life I won't get it back Mm-hmm. And then what God is saying to us is saying, open them up, open them up and, and live for me and, and, and enjoy the fullness of life that I have for you. And then once you do that, it's like an open heaven of like, man, I'm, I'm re-energized. I can be silly. I can be goofy. I can go to the park. I can play with my kids. I can go on dates. And, and it ends up helping us, mm-hmm. but we have to get past believing the lie that we're we're gonna run out Mm -hmm. and for some for someone like Brooke that's way harder than someone like me and so I mean your coin's giant and rotating over your head so you're not struggling with that like I am but then there are times where I'm like because one like Mm. but 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 for me I mean you did not come up with the phrase googling bridges that's that's a TJ original yeah by the way Googling bridges is not to jump off of them, which some people thought last night. <laughs> it is to live under. They are shelter <laughs> for our family. <laughs> and so there are times for me, though, where, like, the coins, like, all my, all my ultimate power coins come crashing down, and I get, it gets dark real quick because there's no electricity under bridges. There's no stars like that. Yeah, yeah, and so... And so it's like there, there's differences there, but, but I think what we've learned and what we're continuing to learn over and over again is that as we establish this language and as we find the ability to talk about that and to, to like, again, these are like, these aren't groundbreaking things that we're talking about, but it's no. the language that allows for communication, that allows us to open up our hearts to someone and, and really understand that. And then once we, we can do that to God, they're, like he's just going to, pour into us more and more and more, yeah. more fruits of the spirit, you know, and, and, and so that's why we do this. That's why we, we take, make such an effort, like, because early on when we started having these conversations about like what I actually feel, I legit sat on the couch like this. And I was like, I feel fine. <laughs> it's great. And I'm like, are you though? Yeah, I'm You fine. don't look fine. No, I'm fine. <laughs> Everything's fine. Everything's good because it's so hard for us. And it's so challenging to really open our hearts to someone and, and when we do, though, there is such, there's so much life there. And that's the awesome thing about kids is kids do it automatically. You know, like June had a thousand conversations today 
And she talked about every, she told, she went on a roller coaster, her first roller coaster ever. I think she told 50 to 100. <laughs> I wasn't here, so I don't know. I think she told roughly 25,000 people today. <laughs> okay. But Seems like, accurate. Yeah. But kids are so good at it. And so that's why, like, you know, like, it becomes so helpful to look to them in moments of, like, how do I express myself? How do I talk about my deep emotions? Kids do it so naturally. Well, I don't think kids are holding on to their coins at all. No. they, they Obviously, have... kids don't know their coins exist. And yeah. You go into that direction. But, like, I don't think you you come into this world like this. No. We learn how to do that. Yeah. And we learn that, and then our grip gets tighter and tighter. so you and have tighter. to unlearn. And it's like, that's why you see so many grumpy old people in this world, because their, their grip has become so tight that they have, they, they might not even realize they have them anymore. They haven't mm -hmm. seen them in a while. They haven't spent them in a while. And so, yeah. as you, so we kind of wanted to end around 45 minutes, so I'm going to wrap it up. Mm -hmm. There were 500 sweatshirts. <laughs> in the, no. I said last night, I'm going to get to heaven. I'm going to say, Jesus. I went to Disneyland <laughs> in December of 2022. Can you tell me how many? My wife is inside. Because clearly I go first. She died from stress. <laughs> um. But I brought all my coins with me, babe. <laughs> Just let me know so when I can get inside, I can rub it in her face. Mm -hmm. um, it seems like the vibe of heaven. <laughs> Um, and so, so the encouragement that we want to send you away with is that as you head into the new year, whether you're like Brooke and they're, they're small and there's all, they're all the same size. They're all mixed like me together. You've joined a pyramid scheme. <laughs> or last night we had someone come up to us and, and said, like the dom he was like, I have to tell you about my domino table because we've had that conversation before. And he said, mm -hmm. I have a practice table of dominoes in my life that I try to lay out all the scenarios of what's going to happen so that when I go into real life, I'm more prepared. And which I asked, does it help? He's like, no. <laughs> and so maybe you guys have this like secret coin bank. That, do you have you know, two coin pots? No, I'm saying like. No, I know, but maybe people do. Maybe they do. And so, so how, whatever they are, however they look or however you spend them or, you know, whatever it is in, in, your, in the way that you do life, mm -hmm. um, like don't, don't grip them tightly. And that's the phrase that we use a lot. Mm -hmm. We don't want to grip it tightly, but we also don't want to take it lightly because these interactions, things that we do, jobs that we have, people that we know have been gifted to us by God. And we want to glorify him by spending them well. Mm -hmm. So as you head into 2023, we hope that you spend them well and that you're intentional about them because that's the only way to live a full life is through that, yeah. through being super intentional. So else go team go team okay so last night we're gonna end the live stream we're gonna do questions mm -hmm. but last night i didn't say we didn't end the pot like because all no i'll record we, the questions sure and yeah. then we can cut them or not and do the um ending. is matt here matt can you end the live stream for me so i don't have to come down there <laughs> um so thank you for listening thank you for making us a part of your week and actually being here it's amazing um, for braving the cold. We are going to do question and answer now. We're going to pull that microphone. Matt's going to be a, a deer. And you, can, you don't have to save the video. You can discard it. 
Um, he's going to build that microphone out, and you guys can come and ask us questions. And uh, we'll just we'll just do like a little bit of a disclaimer for the the questions. Ask us questions about things that we talk about. Like, let's not go out from left field and and get half of the audience mad because we're going to bring politics or. <laughs> COVID or whatever into it. Like, <laughs> like we talk about a certain topic, so let's just talk about those topics, okay? Um, and wow. we reserve the right to say, I will not answer that. So uh, that didn't happen last night, so everyone did a great job. Uh, and they were the weirder group. So <laughs> they didn't join my pyramid scheme, though. So you guys have that opportunity. So there was like this really awkward moment of like maybe 90 seconds where no one stood up to answer a question. So I believe in you guys person was very brave. Was very, I believe, let's say this, the first person that gets up to ask, ask a question will get a free item. Ooh. Not, yeah, not yeah. a niece or nephew. You guys are fine. Yeah. Hello, can you Hello. talk about should is a shame word? You mentioned that on the last episode. Yes. Go so, ahead. yeah, so uh, that came from a conversation that I was having with my friend Bianca because she and I are extremely similar. And so anytime we sit down to talk, we're like, me too. Like every conversation is like that. And so um, she speaks a lot like I do. Oh man, I should have done that. I should have thought of that. I should have, should have, should have, should have, should have. And so she was, and I can tell you this because we've already talked about it. She was in, in a therapy session and her therapist just stopped her and was like, Bianca, should is a shame word. Let's try to talk about it in a different way. And it was like not like this, you know, glass breaking moment for her in the moment. And they kind of reoriented the conversation and finished what they were talking about. But then when she and I were talking about it, we were both realizing how frequently we say that. And now I've realized like legitimately how frequently I just throughout my day say that. I mean, every time I say it now, I look at you and I'm like, oh gosh, like yeah. it's all the time. And that's probably because my, my inner thoughts or my inner critic, whatever you want to call it, I'm still trying to name her. I would really like to give her a name yeah. so that when I'm ready Don't to... Don't say it out loud in case someone here has named that. I know, right? <laughs> like, her name is Rebecca. She's, she's the, the worst. <laughs> no. Um, but they've said, though, that that's helpful so that you can like differentiate, yeah. like, that's so-and-so speaking. That's not really what you think. Um, <laughs> Can I tell a story? Maybe. I don't we'll, know. We'll get back to your question. I got a great story. So uh, my sister who's here, she's got like a million children. Um, one of them is roughly the age of June, and, <laughs> and he comes up to me, and I'm sitting next to my aunt. We're at a, a family ago. party. He's probably five years old. Yeah. And Brooke was pregnant, pregnant with, Daisy. with Daisy. And so he goes... Hey, Uncle TJ, I, I think I have a name for your baby. Like, All right. He's like, it's a boy's name. I'm like, okay, let's do it. What he do you is do? so sincere. So, so sweet, so sincere. He's been thinking about it all day. Yeah, and you can tell he's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell him. I think you should name your baby Lucifer. <laughs> so my aunt's sitting there, and I'm sitting here. And it's like, you know, again, like, I really try, like, there is such an innocence and a wonder to kids that we, I don't want to smash it out of them. I don't want to have a moment with my nephew that then he remembers and he doesn't use his voice. He doesn't give people ideas because 
there are moments in all of our lives where we remember when we got like, yeah. hit, you know, last night, I'll get into that. Um, <laughs> but so I sat there and I said, that's a real, I really appreciate the idea, but that's another name for the devil. <laughs> so we probably won't use that. So maybe Lucifer. I could maybe. <laughs> it's probably more accurate than you think, but... Yeah, I just, for me, it's more just been recognizing that, like, I say that a lot, and what do I actually mean or feel when I say that? Yeah. Like, why, why is it coming out as that? Like, I should have done all that. Like, and so last night when we were talking about, we sort of talked about the new year, I, mm-hmm. I used this example, so have any of you guys ever seen the YouTube channel, How Ridiculous? Anybody? Mm-hmm. Okay. Six of you at the maturity level of me. Nice. <laughs> Solid. So... Australian guys, they smash a bunch of stuff. So, and, and they have this series where, that's literally how I would describe it, Australian guys who smash yeah. things. Mm-hmm. They have this giant hammer series. And so they built this giant hammer and they just break stuff and it's awesome and super slow motion. And I know all of you are going to look it up. So, so good. And uh, so they do this over and over again. It's super fun. The girls love it. I love it. The girls watch with me. <laughs> Uh, it's clean, which is which is really nice. So, yeah. Yeah, last night we were talking about how like there in life there's this giant hammer that that knocks us down into the hole. And at one point last night, the the hole ended up being nipple height. Mm-hmm. So, I think what the word should does, I think should is like that hammer hitting you down in life. I should have done this. I should have done this. I should have yeah. done this. I should have done this. And then you end up not living a full life because you're stuck in this hole. Well, I feel like so the should keeps me there. The should keeps you down and keeps you from experience. Like it's, it's almost like every time we say should, and that's why we say should is a shame word because like as you do it over and over again, it's like I should have, I should have, I should have, I should have. like compounding. You end up feeling so collapsed in on yourself that like life passes you by and you end up like I should have done all these things, but my daughter is waiting here to play with me. And so we end up focusing on this side of life and there's like, all we need to do is kind of shift our focus and we have all this opportunity. Now, like, obviously there are things you need to do, like you need to bathe, well, you need to bathe sometimes. Um, You need to change your clothes. Um, But but that's why we say it. And I think that, that, again, that hammer, the the hammer thing that we did last night was really good. And and sort of just feeling like, I should have, I should have, I should have, I should have, and now I'm stuck because all I can think about is what I should have done, and I've missed out on so many opportunities on things I ha- had the chance to do. Well, yeah, I feel like shame keeps you stuck. I mean, mm-hmm. shame does a lot of very tricky things, and there's, what's the book, The Soul of Shame? That's mm-hmm. like, I'm about halfway through it, and it's like, I can only read a few pages at a time. It's yeah. like so intense and, and wonderful. Um, but yeah, shame does a lot of things, but it, in my daily life, it keeps me stuck. It keeps me stuck in the hole and believing that I should be in the hole mm-hmm. and that none of my coins should go towards getting out of the hole right. and just like letting it go. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Hope that helps. Oh, nice. Go just pick something out whenever you're ready. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. You're not on the mic. Okay. okay. It, all of those examples that you gave were in past tense. I should have done this. But there right. are times to use should into the future, like I should be intentional with my decisions. Can you differentiate between those two and give us some clarity? Yeah, can you, Brooke? Can I? Yeah, you please. should. Yeah. 
I'm, I'm genuinely thinking. I do feel like mine's well, often... I think, I think Brooks go both ways. Like, she definitely, like, there are things where, like, I should have done this, but she's also like, I should do this, I should do this. I should be more. And I think it works both ways. I should I think, work on. Yeah. And I, and, and I think what I've needed to differentiate is, like, I'm trying to think of a more practical, real-life sentence I've said. Like, sometimes what I really mean is, like, I desire for that. I want that. Yeah. But I'm, I'm coming at it from a just kind of from the wrong perspective instead of being like, instead of actually admitting I actually want this, I want to be a person who goes on a walk every night or instead of like, I should go on a walk every night. Yeah. And it's just, it feels very different in like how I'm kind of holding it or holding myself like in the, in the gentleness. Um, I don't know if it's so much like future or past, but. Cause I've heard you say it both ways. Like I do use it both ways. Past and both future ways? tense. Um, and so I think it works the same way. I think it's, again, just a shifting of your perspective to allow yourself to have grace and, you know, just allow yourself to have grace because I think what it yeah. does is it just ends up beating you down. Or you get so focused on what I should do in the future, and I think it works both ways, what I should do in the future and what I should do in the past, I'm looking back and I'm looking forward and I'm missing maybe what the Lord has for me now. Mm-hmm. And then we get to the future and we're like, now I'm missing, like, and, and just, and it's like kind of this vicious cycle that we end up in. So I think it, yeah, that's what I would say. I just say it a lot. And you I say it a lot. Like I should do laundry today. Probably 30 times a day. And I <laughs> got her. Got her. I, <laughs> but that actually might not be an exaggeration. I, I have chilled on it and tried to like <laughs> not use it as often you know, instead of I should do laundry, it's like, I need to do laundry today. Yeah. It's a priority, and I need to do yeah. it. And that's how I'm going to talk about it. And, and so I'm going to be intentional. I'm going to make it a priority. Yeah. Like, instead mm-hmm. of just walking around with shame about it all day. Because, like, there are things that we need to do that we sometimes don't get to. And so it's like, when it's like, oh, I didn't get to that. I'll do it tomorrow. There's no shame in that. It's like, but oh, I should have it. done that. Like, it's just, there's, yeah. you know, you're beating yourself down yeah. with the giant hammer. Good question. Thank you. Anyone else? Oh, boy. Um, what was your favorite podcast to do? And also, I have another one. Do you put the milk before the cereal? Okay. Two good questions. Two good questions. Um, milk before cereal? No, I'm not a psychopath. Um, <laughs> no, I definitely don't. Yeah. Because it depends on how much cereal I have. Absolutely. Here's the question, though. Does the milk go over your cereal? Is it exactly at, or is it like a little bit under? The milk is 98% to the lip of the cereal. Okay. Is that accurate enough for you? Yes. Is that true, though? I don't know. <laughs> you don't think about it? No. You've never poured... Should I? You've never poured... You should. You've never poured the milk and thought, ah, that ratio's off. I got to add more cereal. I can honestly say I've never... You've never done that. <laughs> never thought about that in my life. Just, I'm focused on the now. <laughs> being intentional. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's because I don't eat cereal near you. Yeah. Oh, boy. Wonder why. Go ahead. Get into it. We're here. This he is, is what people the loudest for. cereal eater. He's not a loud eater. You eat anything else, not loud. And half the time I'm like... Are you just putting too much in? 
I don't understand. It's not like the cereal's wildly crunchy. Yeah, I can sit next to you while you eat chips. It is cereal specific. Something about the milk coming off the spoon. <laughs> I just I should do maybe better. that's why I don't know your cereal habits. But my favorite podcast, that's a, that is a good question, um, that we've ever done. Whew, I have to remember them. Um, in the last year or so, like, I, I really liked the one, one, and not even just liked, but it was very significant, the What If Heaven Is Cheering You On, which mm. is when we talked about how we were going to move. Yeah. That one feels very much, like, I mean, they all feel significant, and every week I, we'd stop I mean, recording. there was one episode where we said butthole silently for 12 minutes, so. <laughs> and giggled and then stopped. <laughs> yeah. That's up on there on my list. Significant. <laughs> yeah. No, I just there's I, I feel like they're they're all I enjoy them all and every almost every time when we're done, I say like I'm so grateful we do this because yeah. I feel like we have these ongoing conversations that I don't know if they would happen if it wasn't for this. Yeah. But I do feel like there's some that feel more like stake in the ground or whatever for our personal lives, and that was that was definitely one of them for me. Yeah, that's good. I, I tend to, like, I really like, we've only done it twice, but we've done two sort of series. And so we did, we did the walk in love story, which is three parts. Mm. And for me, that one is, that one is a favorite because like, there's, there's so much of life where like you, like you're so focused, like, you know, like, f especially as a business owner, you're like, how am I doing right now? Mm. And you sometimes lose the perspective of like, I, I used to sell t-shirts on MySpace, like, yeah. you know, and I sold one, and I was, like, pumped. <laughs> and now there's a group of people sitting here. Mm -hmm. And so that story, honestly, like, I get emotional thinking about it, that that one is, like, such a perspective, like, it, it checks my perspective so quickly that, like, this thing started as, as something very small, and now it's grown into this community of people. And so, like, when I think about that one and, and what we've talked about, like that one, that one is super impactful to me. And then just this last series that we did of like the life-changing practice or the life-changing habit of, like that one made me realize that like, man, we've, through, through the grace of God, we've had this journey of like really learning to express ourselves and talk about things and, and put things into perspective, to action and like, and so, yeah, again, it's just this perspective thing that, like, you know, that, that allows me to see that Brooke of five years ago wouldn't have even sat on the suitcase, and now she's falling off and, have, and, ha and laughing about it. Like, that's just amazing. And so I think those two, like, are, have been very impactful for me. And then the butthole one, obviously. I was going to say urn guy. Urn guy was good. I don't know what episode that's on. That was because Matt was in Hawaii. Oh, Matt was Matt was Urn guy. one of the originators of urn guy. So... That one's good. Great question. He rolls up his sleeve. Yeah. Earn a tattoo. <laughs> so, more questions? Anybody? 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 Bueller? Anybody? I, there's, I know there's a few of you that are like, I don't want to ask a question, but I have You have to one. come to the mic. We can hear you. Yeah, we can hear you. You can just yell it out. Just but. scream at us. Yes, we got our cat yeah, back. Yeah, there's a full story on our Instagram highlights about... It's called Catnapped. Yeah, our cat was stolen... And oh, driven 45 minutes away up a and mountain. And then lost, and then we found him. Children found Children him and found called him us and called somehow. Us on the phone. 
Yeah. So. It's crazy. <laughs> we'll sit here for 30 minutes of uninterrupted <laughs> No, we will contact. not. I will not I do will. that. <laughs> I won't. I knew it. I could tell. <laughs> His butt was just clenched enough. I'm like, going to do it. I'm going to get up <laughs> off this chair. Okay, let me turn up your mic. Um, <coughs> I identify a lot with you because I, I don't kind of view myself as a grown-up, more like a grown child. Right, yeah. And my wife knows that. Um, are, are you able to play video games without getting the guilt trip? Okay, so the video games is, is a question. <laughs> You're getting a spicy look right now. You did not ask that question correctly. So again, like one thing that Brooke and I have been very super intentional about is communication. And so like we communicate about communicating. And so there was a period of time where like we did not communicate. You know, we, we butt heads all the time. But it was like sort Which of was like a lot more just a silence. It was only, yeah, it was like it was this a lack passive of aggressive butting of heads. Like yeah. I don't want to bring it up. She didn't want to bring it up. We'll yeah. just live in silence. Um, not ideal. Um, <laughs> and so what we've learned that through communication or like, and what we, the first step was like, can we talk about something hard? Mm -hmm. Like, can we have a moment where like, and this was more for me, like where I'm not going to get upset. I'm not going to get frustrated. I'm not going to storm off. I'm not going to need to go on a run or anger clean or like I'm not going to need to do any of those things. I'm just <laughs> going to sit here and we're going to just sit here and we're going to talk about things hard, hard things. And so like that's, you know, like I'm fine, fine. Like that was hard for me. Mm -hmm. But like even just having those conversations about communicating, about communicating had allowed us to then have conversations about video games, about like what our screen time looks like, about how mm -hmm. often we're on our phone, because these are topics that are probably, that could be festering in your marriage. Mm -hmm. But if you don't have the ability to communicate about them without it like instantly becoming this like, you know, hot. Just super defensive often. You know, then they'll just continue to linger there. And so, so that was really one of the main things like, because I've told Brooke, I like playing video games. Like I really enjoy it. I play with Matt. I play with my brother, Mike. It, it is both a hobby and a way I communicate with friends. Like, it's both and. True. And so when Brooke started to realize that. And but I asked you. I said, what is it for you? Yeah. It's like, not that I, I wasn't like, I didn't need you to justify it. I was genuinely asking what, because for a while, I, there was tension over it. And I kept saying, it's not about the video games, which sounds like it's not not you it's me like yeah. I, and I didn't mean it like that I, I truly meant what I'm feeling is not about the video games and eventually I got to the point of it's the time of day you're playing and that is what's causing my issue yeah. because it's the time of day when everyone is losing their minds and you're playing yeah so we so we communicated about that to change the time and that helped a lot and so that conversation couldn't have just happened without years of us Let's have let's let's talk about communicating. What does that look like? What are the rules? You know, we, we, we have we have a rule that was first established when Brooke couldn't really talk very loud that like there was no yelling. That really helped us in just yeah. like having conversations about if hard things. If you could just talk louder than me, you won every time. And then the other thing that we do, and we've talked about this on the podcast many times, is like we have a check-in every single day. And so We've what, talked about video games in those check-ins. What's your most positive emotion? What's your most negative emotion? And so within that check-in, if she's like, my negative emotion is like, I feel like 
you're distracted or you're on your phone too much or like I'm frustrated by, hurt by, annoyed by, Mm -hmm. fill in the blank, then it becomes, and then it's on our radar to like, okay, that's something that's serious. Let's talk about it. Let's communicate about it. And so like sometimes those 15 minute check-ins end up being an hour. Um, And at first you're like, I'm annoyed this is in an hour. So that's going to be my emotion for tomorrow. (laughs) Um, But then you learn that like, wow, we, there hasn't been like a spike in hostility between us because Mm -hmm. we know that there are these things we are daily checking in on these things and so maybe the video game things feels like man there's this tension here that we're feeling and it's like well because you're not communicating about it because you're not having these conversations about it to come to to understand what the chair behind is yeah but we've talked before and you mentioned it briefly on our stories once that guys playing video games has maybe even within the Christian bubble has this like super yeah, weird people, yeah. energy around it that I don't know if it's necessarily accurate. Do you want to, do you yeah, remember like, what you laid out? Like, yeah. So like, it's interesting because like no one ever asked me like, how does Brooke feel about you being on your phone? And this device here is far more damaging to my brain and my soul and my heart. And, and what you can find. What on can there. I can find and see and look at and all that kind of stuff than a video game is. And there's actual studies now that, like, we've been playing video games a lot longer than we've had these devices in our pockets. In in the world, yeah. In the world, and so, uh, yeah, I think, like, again, I think the, like, the conversation, like, you know, and if if Brooke ever got to the point where, like, you need to stop. You really don't play that much. Right. But, yeah. (laughs) I'm a level 35, so I don't know about that. like, then that would be a serious conversation. And obviously, as someone who wants to capture her heart, like, I would seriously, like, if she was like, you need to stop. And I felt like she was very passionate and serious about that, I would stop. Mm -hmm. And so I think having that attitude towards it, towards any hobby is good. But then on the other side, like, knowing that if something really like, like, for me, it's like, it's a, it's a moment in my day where like, I don't have to think about anything. And that's often something that causes a lot of stress in my life is that I just think and think and think and think and think. And yes. so like for me, it's like a moment of checkout and it's really refreshing to me. And sometimes yeah. it, I literally... It, it would be kind of sort of like me taking a nap. Yeah. I need literal energy back when you need time to not think because that's that's how we're different. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We don't get any questions about, how, TJ, how do you feel about Brooke napping all the yeah. time? It'd be like, that's amazing. Yeah. And so it does sometimes feel a little she like... She 40 times a day at least. No. <laughs> This will forever be a podcast joke now. Um, yeah, but all but we've learned that about each other through these like ongoing communications and ongoing check-ins, which has been super helpful. Yeah. Good question. Any more? Come. On. Oh, great question. Oh my word. Is it gonna make you cry? I think she said, what's my favorite, what's our favorite part about Sabbath? The fact that you're even asking that question, (laughs) it's just a kid, just, oh, that'll wreck me. Take as many free things as you want. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think I feel two things. I think I feel two things about that. One, my favorite part is that it happens every week. Like it, it keeps going and it's the gift that feels like it keeps giving. It's not just, it's not just a holiday where it's like one time a year or whatever. Like yeah. it is weekly. And so there's such a gift in that. But more literally, more specifically, um, right now my favorite part about it is probably that we go to the beach. And I know that's not what so everybody can do. So beaches are these things where there's... 
sand. <laughs> um, but, I, but I think that that's my favorite, not just because it's a beach, but I have recognized, and we've talked about yeah. this, that I often feel like I'm talking about from when I was very little until now, like I often feel like I can think more clearly or I feel more like myself if I'm near water. Mm -hmm. Like kind of sounds weird, but when I think about like in high school or even college moments where I felt like I had an aha moment or maybe I was able to sort my coins a little bit and like have some brain space, they were always times where I was near water. And so there is something about that Mm -hmm. that like it, it does, I feel like I get coins from it. It doesn't, even though going to the beach with children costs me a lot of coins. It Less, though, as they get older. That's true. Um, wonderful question. My favorite part is that it is a anchor to my soul mm. every week. That no matter how stressed I get, no matter how many bridges I Google, no matter how clenchy my butt gets, no matter <laughs> how all, no matter, no matter, no matter, no matter, there is a day of the week where I can exhale and I can feel... Ooh the peace of God rests on our family. So that, that's one thing. And then the second thing is we, we took Sabbath for about a year and a half or maybe two. I don't know the timeline. I'm not going to say exactly. 22 months, eight days, nine minutes. Um, and there was one day Brooke was sitting in a brown chair like that at our house. And I said, what's going on? It's Sabbath, but it doesn't feel like that for you. Mm-hmm. And she said, I don't know. I feel like we should move to Maui. And what like, I actually said was I <laughs> got him is I don't know. I feel like we should look at Maui real estate. Okay. Okay. Accurate. It's the same thing. I, I was being funny. Confirmed. Um, Confirmed. <laughs> and so what, what Sabbath did for our family, not that we just moved, but like there has been so much of God showing up in our lives since we've, since we've, accepted that gift like as we open it over and over again and this was like unexpected out of the blue sort of thing and i don't think that would have happened if we hadn't had that or we would have barreled right through it and then like yeah no that's not gonna you know like and so there was this rhythmic practice that then allowed me to see my wife that something felt different or felt off and 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 so just the fact that it makes you more aware um yeah it's my favorite part great question Anymore? She's at... Our kids are at my parents' house. Yes. <laughs> I will not answer that question. <laughs> Anyone else? Are there bridges in Maui? Are there many bridges in Maui? Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's some good ones. You bet they're on the sides of, like, cliffs. It's so fine. I don't know if I'd want to live under him. It's just shelter. True. It's true. Yeah, I'm coming up. <laughs> um, so I've enjoyed your book recommendations, and I'm Ooh. like this close to finishing Habits of the Household. And we have small kids, um, two and one. And You're in it. Yes. Glad <laughs> um, <laughs> to be. But I'm curious, you mentioned in one of your stories at the end of the Disneyland day, encourage wonder in Mm -hmm. children. And I think that's really valuable and great. But how, when you're 
parenting and feeling like those years are so high stakes yeah. and that's the message that's coming through in everything. Um, like how do you encourage the wonder or even let yourself experience the wonder mm -hmm. when you're like if these these children are growing up to be people. You yeah. mentioned in one episode, um, I don't know where you had heard it, but your kids are becoming who you are. Mm -hmm. And like, oh my word. So how do we... Feels a little heavy. Yes. <laughs> how do we balance those things? Like yeah. let them have the wonder, but also shape them. Yeah. yeah. Great question. Go, me, 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 me. Okay. Um, you know, I, I would say first, first of all, like kids have a natural ability to see wonder and so like a lot of the times I feel like it's us as parents kind of getting out of the way of that like you know like <laughs> again we did this scavenger hunt to tell them <laughs> we're going to Disney and I think honestly there was a point at Disneyland where I was like I think they like the scavenger hunt more like <laughs> that's wild you know like and eventually we did the teacups and everything changed um <laughs> and so like I, I think our kids have this n natural like ability to just have it and see it like you know mm -hmm. June uh, here today was like there was part of me that was like no I shouldn't bring them that's a long time like they'll get bored you know like they'll, yeah. they'll bother me or, or something like that and it's like no I'm going to bring them they're going to be a part of this day and like I just kind of stepped out of the way and they they walked they had like Sunny cleaned up the tables and was like pumped and there mm -hmm. was just like this sparkle in her eye that she got to throw bags away and like <laughs> You know, and, and so, like, for me today, I was like, that was just me getting out of the way because there was a moment where I was like, no, they don't need to come. They can stay at home with their grandparents. And it's like, you know, again, just like kids have this natural ability to find it. We as adults are the people who struggle with it. Mm -hmm. And so, and that's why I tell that story about the suitcase because it was a moment of wonder for you. And so... I did wonder why I did it. Then. Yeah. <laughs> it was very painful. Nice. Um and so I, I think, like, again, because we've been hammered down into the hole at nipple level, we <laughs> sort of lose the wonder of life. And, and I think what we need to do is climb out of that hole. And especially with little kids, you get hammered down a lot. Mm -hmm. And, like, we know that, you know. Yeah. And sometimes you're just like, I just don't want to climb out of another hole. But your kids are worth it. Mm -hmm. Your kids are becoming who you are. And when they see you be a strong mom and climb out of that hole again and again and, and find the wonder in life, when they're adults and they have kids and they're tired and they're frustrated, mm -hmm. they will remember that. And so as we do things over and over again and as we show our kids that we have emotions and we show our kids that we do hard things and we spend our coins and we live our lives, they will become people who do those things. And so to give your kids wonder is to to show them that you still got it and you still find it. And so find those things and hold on to them and climb out of that hole again and again and again. And I will say that, like, you know, it does get easier as your kids get older. Yeah. Because they then, they sleep and they shower and they wipe their own butts. And, like, they're like, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. It's a game changer. Yeah. <laughs> your kid's ability to wipe their own butt is a game changer. Yes. And yeah. Well, I mean, I remember people saying when, I mean, we're still in it. You know, Daisy's only 15 months, but older moms, knowing that we have kids at those ages, just being like, oh, man, you're, you're still really in it. Yeah. And I remember thinking, like, aren't I always going to be in it? Like, it, it, but they meant just, like, the actual young ages of how much they physically, literally need you. 
And I was like, okay, so it will shift. Not that they won't need me an equivalent amount in other ways, but yeah, I, for me, the wonder thing is I, I have to not squash it because I, I, I'm living more in reality than they are. I know what the real world is like. Yeah. And so I have to not squash it. And then I have something that's been helpful to me is like I don't experience wonder or desire even that vibe in the same ways that you do. Right. Like if I want to pursue that with my kids, I kind of know what it looks like and I've thought about it in advance. Um, because if I'm like trying to, not manufacture in a bad way, but like if I'm trying to do something or read something or make something or whatever to give my kids like this like uh, wonderful childhood experience, that feels different for me than for you. Yeah, like like for, you want to go do, you want to play like, with them. That sounds like, yeah, and for I me play it's, with them, but like not like you do. Yeah. <laughs> like for me, it's like the kids are like, hey, dad, let's wrestle. And I'm like, all right, let's do it. Like, why not? Like, mm -hmm. that's a, a friend of ours. Like anytime his kids ask him a question, he asks the question, why not? And sometimes he has a real answer, like, why not? Because we're driving and we can't wrestle. Um, or why not? Because I have an important phone call and I can't do it or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, and, and so like, I'm not saying like, we just stop everything all the time for our kids. Um, but like, for me, that's like, okay, I want my kids to remember that like dad was willing and able to wrestle or to build a fort or whatever. Most of the time he, you know, he jumped in and that, that fills their hearts and their, you know, fills their cup, as we say. But for Brooke, it's much more like, you know, because her coins are all the same size and she doesn't have as cool dominoes as me. Um, for her, it's like, I'm going to make cookies with the girls and I'm going to allow it to get as messy as it needs to get. And I'm going to be okay with that because that's just a different way that builds wonder in, in our kids. Mm -hmm. And so I think like, it doesn't have to just be one way or the other, but uh, it can be both and, or it can just be that way for her and that way for me. And so, mm -hmm. but again, like, you know, as you like, again, I, I just look at my kids and I, and I see them as 40 year olds. That's a practice that I try to try to do almost daily. And it's like, I want good 40 year olds. I don't want a good eight year old. I want a good 40 year old, You mean like, like healthy four year old, well-rounded, yeah. Yeah. well-rounded, emotionally capable 40 year old. And so that allows me to kind of see like that question really allows me to like make decisions well hopefully well for them mm -hmm. and then there's this other part that's like we are all going to damage our children in some way just like our parents damaged us it wasn't intentional they didn't mean to do it but it's going to happen and so like just understanding that that's a reality and knowing that like that's going to happen and like but as long as we give them the tools to understand their emotions and their hurt and their heartache maybe we can walk through that with them in a later age when they fully understand it yeah the parenting with heart book yeah speaking of book recommendations is excellent for that kind of stuff yeah great question made me cry mm -hmm. let's do one one more one more and then we'll we're going to give a bunch of stuff away. away and just turn the energy up to 11. so this question better be good Actually, not a question. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, so I went to your Park City store back, you know, whenever. Let's go. But, um, kind of not enough. We had to close it down. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I was probably still in high school. <laughs> so. yeah, yeah. Um, but about 18 months ago, I, I, like, rediscovered your clothing, and it's really helped me through the last, um, yeah, 18 months. I've had a lot of really rough life mm. things, and the clothing has 
been reminders to me like about my attitude and about um, each day like I can choose joy mm. and I can be brave and um, so it just really means a lot to me and and my family as well so I don't want to take that away. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Look at that applause. She got, she got double tags going. Double on. tags. Oh. I'll never triple tag. Oh once. boy. <laughs> um, what would be one of your favorite family memories? Like well, our family? Yeah. Just us? Us or being stung by a man of war? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, just your family. Okay. okay. Go ahead. Uh, I, <laughs> that's my thinking noise. Uh, do you know? I have a lot. I'm trying to actually think of a favorite, but if you have one already. I mean, you know, obviously your children being born is pretty top notch. It's hard to beat. But then also sour candy exists, so it's like... When we all eat it together, yeah. You know, <laughs> uh, you know for, for me right now in this season, the, the, the favorite memory is, and we have a video of it, walking down onto our beach that we go to the, for the first time. Like, mm. th- th- that, <laughs> it's one of those things where you're like... How, you you mean when we moved? When we moved. And we were walking, walking down, down to it beach. for the first time. We have a video of that. Yep. I see what it's you're saying. It just like yes. feels... It feels like that would have been impossible in our lives, mm-hmm. and it happened. Yeah. And so, that one right now. Yeah. Or at one point, I was crying in a bank lobby the day Daisy was born. <laughs> so that one's pretty good too. Certainly memorable. <laughs> I don't know if it's favorite. It's memorable for everyone there. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, I think my favorite recently is. Which is funny because we were actually still kind of sick, but we all made it. We all mustered ourselves outside to do the Christmas lights, and I just and and it was this is like year two of Christmas in this house, and so I was like, oh man, we did this last year, and as I literally laid in the grass in the sunlight and was like unable to move. Sunlight is this thing. Yeah. That <laughs> yeah. Comes from this orb in the sky. <laughs> An orb. Um, I don't know. It did. I, I really thought about it and was thinking about where we were last year when we were hanging lights and that the girls were involved and just how much bigger Daisy is. And I was just thinking about all of it. And so it wasn't like overly magical, but it was memorable. Yeah, the diarrhea made it a lot less magical. Yeah. For yeah. Sure. I didn't get that. For you sure. speak for no, yourself. No, I'm speaking. I am speaking for myself. Yeah. So. Um, but surprisingly, that's kind of what popped into my head nice. as recent. So. And then obviously hanging out with you guys. Top notch. Yes. Um, all right. We need our tickets. We need we our can tickets. Have everybody's Mom. numbers. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna end the podcast part of this and go to the giveaway part. Um, but we just you know thank you for being here. And we said this last night. We'll say it again tonight. If you have had an extremely hard year or you're like money is tight and I don't have Christmas gifts, please help yourself to whatever you want. I really mean that. You don't have to pay. Just have, have it, for real. And you don't even need, like, if you want to do it and, like, you feel kind of embarrassed, you don't even have to tell us. Just steal it. Um, <laughs> so we don't have no security. So yeah. <laughs> take away. Mm-hmm. Um, but really, it means so much to us that you guys would, would pay to come to this and, and be a part of this night. This feels so surreal. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, just thank you so Thank you for making us a part of your week. Everybody, let's say it together. Okay, Okay, I love love you. you. Bye. Bye.